Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and uh, today we have episode 24 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. This is the show that we round off the top five of the weekend's box office and talk about all the numbers. I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show from LC Screen Talk and the Cinemania page, Larry. Larry, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Kind of slow weekend in Boston. Um, yes, we're doing okay. We're doing good. Let's get right into the weekend. Um, we have the weekend of August uh, 9th. And this weekend, we had a lot of opening um, stuff opening this weekend. We had the releases of Dora and the Lost City of Gold with that beautiful 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, the Kitchen, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Brian Banks, The Art of Racing in the Rain, The Peanut Butter Falcon, and a bunch of others. And after the wedding, I actually wanted to see that too. Um, and yeah, so uh, Larry, let's get right into it. What came in number one this week? So None of topping, those yeah, topping the chart <laughs> was a repeat. Yeah. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw delivered 25.4 mil in its second week of release, which is a 57% drop in weekend number two. That brings the Fast and Furious spinoff film up to 108.5 mil here domestic and 332.6 mil worldwide. Wide. So it stayed under the 60% mark and was able to maintain its championship position at the box office. Yes, um, I, I, I expected this. Um, I expected um, Fast and Furious to hold that spot. Um, I didn't think, I, even though Lion King was close to it last week, um, I, 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 I saw this happening as far as the movie um, just keeping hold of that of the throne. Um, next week, I don't think we have anything really big for next week. Um, Five more new releases next week. <laughs> oh man, what is happening in August? But um, yeah. So I mean, Hobbs and Shaw it dropped fifty seven percent. I was expecting this kind of drop. It didn't open that big anyway. Um, uh, there was there really wasn't no theater slash. It kind of added theaters. Um, 25 million, I guess, with all the competition that was out this weekend. I guess it's fine. I guess it's good. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the number one movie out of, like, you know, you just said five, uh, like, five new releases. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's good. You know, good, actually. Yeah, um, still, yeah. the, the international numbers still, still don't good. include China. China yeah, doesn't yeah. open until the 14th. So, Korea, too, but China, obviously, or the 23rd for China. So, that one, we'll see what kind of bump it gets there. They typically perform very well with the Fast and Furious franchise in China, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. As soon as that opens, we're gonna see that worldwide number kind of, kind of increase heavily. Yeah. I would imagine. Um, but it's good. I guess it's good for Universal. Good for the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, I know they had some. I know last week was like a hot topic of this weekend's box office. Um, this Fast and Furious. Mo- I mean, this Hobbs yeah. and Shaw movie. So, I mean, I think it's doing well for the most part. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, I don't think anyone was really expecting a big, big, big number for it. Um, did they already cross its budget? Uh, it's crossed it worldwide, but not okay, not domestic. No, it's, it yeah. still has a while to go to be profitable. I mean, it costs two hundred million to yeah, make, yeah, so yeah. that is too much for me. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, you're true. Um, all right, let's get in number two spot. I did not expect this next movie to be number yeah. two, but let's see what we got. 
So coming in at number two is our top new release of the weekend, and that is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, opening mm. with 20.8 million here domestic and a that's about all worldwide right now. I don't think it has a complete international release quite yet, but that is a very nice opening weekend for Scary yeah. Stories. It's a PG-13 horror film. It did get a C cinema score from opening day audiences, which isn't great, but this is the horror genre. So audiences are much tougher <laughs> on the horror genre than they are others. So, I mean, it's a, it's a really solid opening. I do after seeing the film really do think they should have released this in early October. Oh, I, I definitely agree. I, I know why they didn't. I can kind of understand when you have like It Chapter 2 coming. You know, you kind of want to get away from competing with those other films, but nothing. I don't think I've... I can't remember seeing another teen, young teen aimed horror movie like this. So it really doesn't have competition. Um, it's PG-13. It wouldn't... It would only sort of be going up against something like It, which is R, and obviously not aimed at, like, 12-year-olds. So... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I really... I was... And it's takes place on Halloween. The movie starts out on Halloween. So it's like, oh, this is strange. Yeah, um it's it's very 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 weird the way um the, I I think I think you're right. I think with this number, I think it's because of the lack of horror in the theaters mm -hmm. right now uh, kind of helped it do this well. Um, I was saying the same thing um, when I was talking about this movie earlier. I was talking about how, like, I think this is people people who are kind of ready to get into the horror mood. Yeah. You know, right after this month, we're getting into the fall weather. And one of the one of the main things that people underestimate that come with the fall weather is scary, spooky, spooky stuff. Um, so I think this I think you're right. It would have been much, much better. Maybe mid-September. September, maybe after the it chapter two hype yeah. um i would say mid-september heading into october it would have had a solid solid higher number because now yeah. this is this is when um people are starting to get excited for these scary movies and the movie is called scary stories to tell in the dark i mean that's a great title i mean you know and it's it's a it's a you know there's a the um the books are the, yeah the, the source right the source material is beloved by people um Guillermo del Toro's name is kind of locked into it as well too so that helps um yeah I just think I think the trailers have been good so um I think this is a really good number I don't think Lions it's Lionsgate correct I believe um I don't think they were expecting this big of a number I thought I certainly wasn't I said like what uh less I th I think I said like ten million last week oh. um yeah I was expecting this big of a number yeah for the movie. I was I was expecting like mid teen so to see it yeah. jump up and grab that 20 mil is really impressive. And right. I'm a little bit shocked at the C cinema score. I thought people were enjoying it more than that. Uh, I know certainly critics have liked it a lot more than that. Um, uh, but it seemed like everybody I've I've know that have watched it has really enjoyed it. So I'm actually shocked that the cinema score is that low. I think yeah, maybe, like, maybe horror fans were like disappointed because I mean, again, it's a teenage aimed, not even really teen. It's like younger teenage. It's Ooh. between like goosebumps. Like it's if you want something scarier and more adult than goosebumps, but you don't think your kid is ready for it. Chapter two scary uh -huh. stories uh -huh. is the, the movie, you know, that's like the mm -hmm. perfect age. To, to take to this so i don't know maybe the the adult horror fans were kind of like eh this yeah is maybe that's what it is because i don't really see teenagers going on cinema score anyway 
um, and stuff like that. But hey, I, I still think it's a really, um, really, really, really good number. I don't want to yeah. underestimate this number at all. Um, it's a really good number for this movie. It's it's kind of um, I don't know what's been going on with the horrors this year, but we had the big opening for us earlier this year, yeah. and then we had and then we just had Crawl. Crawl was doing really well for a while too. So um, yeah, I, I just think there's not a lot of horrors on the market out there. So when they do come, they pop really well, and it's really good. And all of y'all like Dwayne just out here allowing Midsummer to underperform. <laughs> listen, listen, I bought tickets. <laughs> I bought tickets. I had a 545 thing yesterday. I was so excited. And then I got a call and I said, well, I do need some more money, some more overtime. I'm, I'm going out to Chicago to see Larry and all this <laughs> stuff. I need more money. I'm wiped out. I said, okay, I'll come in. And I had to miss the movie. I don't know when it's going to, I don't know if it's going to be in Boston this week. I haven't even checked because I'm really scared. I don't think it's going to be in Boston this week, but Midsommar might have to wait for a Blu-ray. When do you think that Blu-ray would come out? Because earlier, because I checked Friday, and I was like, you know what, I might as well wait for the buy the Blu-ray and stuff. But then somebody was saying maybe the Blu-ray might come out in January. I said, oh, God, oh, wow. absolutely. I said, absolutely not. Um, that, you, that seems far off. I that's what know. I'm thinking. That's what I was saying. I was like, I see at least, like, November for yeah, it, you know? know? That seems dramatic to me, too. That's so. what I was saying. That's why I was scared. And there was, there's literally, there was literally one showtime one, not just like at one theater. There was it, not just like you know maybe it was a showtime here and there. This was the only showtime in the entirety of Massachusetts. And I said I'm gonna go. It's a longer train ride, but I I got called into work, so I was very I was very very petty over the weekend. Um, all right, let's get back to the box office. What do we have for number three? So coming in at number three is, in fact, The Lion King, which brought in $20 million this weekend, week number four, for a new domestic total of $473.1 million and a new worldwide total of $1.3 oh, billion. So some things of note, it did open in Japan this week for $9.3 million, which is very solid. But this weekend, it has, in fact, now topped beauty and the Beast worldwide yes, for, yeah. and it if you count it this way has topped Frozen uh, worldwide as well to become the highest grossing quote unquote animated film of all time so depending on how it's counted it's such a weird movie to categorize regardless it's made mm -hmm. a ton of money it's the 12th highest grossing film of all time at 1.3 billion dollars and it's just going up from there so uh, I don't think it's quite past Beauty and the Beast domestic but it has as I said passed it worldwide for sure Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I um. Good. I mean, I don't know what else to say with these Disney movies besides they're taking over the game. They've been taking over the game with these live actions. Everyone talks about how. Um. Everyone talks about how you know we should we should work more towards original filmmaking. But these movies always make so yeah. much money. So yeah. I don't I don't blame them for keep making these kind of films right. and until they don't make money. That's when they'll stop. I'm sure they will. They will stop. They'll cut. They'll, you know, they'll cut its losses and stuff like that. But I mean, the longest thing, the longer they make money, they're gonna continue to do that. So, um, props to them. You know, Lion King still was just fine to me. Um, thank God I saw Loose over the week. Luke Loose like injected some life into me as far as films 
go um over the weekend so um yeah so i mean lion king it's fine it's whatever i mean i'm it's kind of interesting to see that scary stories kind of beat it out um so it's good but um yeah i mean yeah that's just the fact people can complain all they want but as long as disney (laughs) is getting 1.3 billion dollars off of these type of films they're gonna they're gonna redo every single film that they've got in their vault (laughs) yeah can't no more it's the same with aladdin aladdin you know crossed that billion dollar mark the one movie that didn't do it was dumbo i mean that's one movie i mean that's i mean they're fine avengers is three back to back to back this year three of them yeah one out of three uh didn't perform so well and i'm sure and i'm sure once we get back to the other live actions like mulan it's, it's gonna it's gonna crush so i mean i'm just not surprised by these numbers at all it only dropped a, a minor 48 percent. it's yeah. still in a bunch of theaters like look at that theater count um and stuff like that you Over know so four thousand yeah it's still After in the month in week four, yeah, it's it's bonkers, but it's still going to continue to make money. Every time I go to the downtown theater, there's like five screens of Lion King. I'm just like, what is going on? But um, hey, they're doing it. They're making the money. It's doing good. Um, but yeah, twenty million in its fourth weekend. It's kind of crazy, but it's good. Um, all right, number four. What do we have? Your favorite movie of the summer? Woo! So number four <laughs> is the only other new release out of all five of those big new releases. Only two broke into the top five, mm-hmm. and coming in at number four is Dora and the Lost City of Gold, which brought in 17 mil here domestic, and that is good for 19.5 million worldwide so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was definitely a, an interesting one to watch as we went into the weekend, because suddenly the the reviews were much better, I think, than everyone anticipated um and people seem to be really having a good time with it uh it wasn't quite enough to propel dora up to i think the top end of expectations what they were hoping for but i i mean with those trailers i don't know how you could see a 17 million as a disappointment honestly agree oh i totally agree i just think it's the name the namesake you know the uh, the name and stuff like that the source material once again it's it's nostalgia Nostalgia kind of sells and stuff, although it's not the Dora that we all know. It's a grown ass Dora, but um, you know, I think the name and you know the all the other things were there, like Boots and the Fox. So um, I I I don't know. I think you know it's it's good for kids. I guess I didn't realize the budget was like forty nine million, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you grow but, uh, up with Dora? I did. I did. I liked Zora here and there. You know, she was all right. She was my I'm, homie. I'm an oldie. I'm an old person. I think she was just, she started getting popular just after my time. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, I didn't like, I liked regular Dora. I didn't like when they made her like a teenager. What was that new one? And oh. she was, yeah, I didn't like that. I, I didn't know there was ever a teenager. I just yeah. girl Dora. It, it was like one season and stuff where she was grown up in a little bit. But um yeah, Dora was fine to me. It wasn't it wasn't like a thing that I would reach out for. I just caught it here and there, you know, yeah, this, when I was little. But, did you um, did you get catch on to any Spanish words from Dora? I just a few a few listen, I have been really I've always been really bad when it comes to Spanish. Like I although I aced all my Spanish classes, coming out of those classes, I I've learned nothing. I've learned a few words. I <laughs> I've 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 learned I've I've learned how to the Spanish word for work because that's all I do. That's it, you know? That's all I got. You know, I oh, like I see. 
you know, um, cinema is cinema. So, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It was, it was, but I'm glad Dora did okay, I guess. Yeah. And it, um, it got an A cinema score from open yeah. day audiences. As we were talking about, it's in the 80s and Rotten Tomatoes. It's the highest rated new release of the weekend. So there you go. I don't quite understand um, this like immense love for the film. I did find it to be muddled and lacking a like clear direction for an audience but everybody else seems to self-awareness takes you a long way in today's world and it is self-aware so there you go yeah i guess i get self-aware everyone kind of gives that like a um um everyone kind of gives that like a like a like a good thing oh it's self-aware you know i mean i kind of did that last week with hobbs and shaw but um yeah i um I didn't go see Dora. I wasn't trying to. I, I wasn't even attempting to go see a movie. I so don't the, care if it's those, good or bad. Those Rotten Tomato scores, that the high critical praise, didn't bump it up for you? No, not at all. I was just even Alex was like, "Oh, it wasn't horrible." I'm like, "I don't. I just don't need it. I don't need it in my brain. You know, I just I don't need it." So I watched a lot of indie movies over the. I weekend. do. I do hope uh, Isabella Monner does get a bump from this though, because she was very good. She was as good. Dora. I'd she's love been to good. See- she's been good in pretty much everything i've ever seen her in so i hope that this continues to just kind of help push her star up a little bit i i would love to see her in like some other stuff too because like i was watching an interview with her she's very likable um i would love to see her you know i, I think she'd be great in like a comedy or something um something we'll see um yeah. she was good um all right number five so, last <laughs> the number five last but not least of this portion until we rattle off the rest of these new releases that didn't really do much uh <laughs> but we have once upon a time in hollywood which came in at number five in week number three bringing in 11.6 million which is good for a 42 percent drop that brings the latest tarantino film up to just over that century yeah. Arc domestic, 100.3 mil here domestic and 108 million worldwide. Yeah, uh, really good um, uh, for this movie. This movie's been doing really well the yeah. past three weeks. Um, crossed its budget domestically, which is great. Um, yeah, and it didn't receive a big theater cut, too. Like, it's still a lot of theaters are keeping it. The per average is really good. Um, so yeah, good for Sony. Good, good for Sony. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, it's stuck in that top five for three weeks. Yeah, we'll see how it does next week. I think it'll be fine next week as well. Um, yes. Yeah, so that is it with the top five. Let's get into Ooh, these other new releases. Okay. Remember how you told me the kitchen would do good? I I had faith. <laughs> I had faith. And who was I wrong? But before we even get to that one, another yeah. new release beat out the kitchen this week. So we have my personal fave of the weekend. I'm just going to say that right now. I thought this was the best movie that opened this wow. weekend. And that was The Art of Racing in the Rain, which opened at number six with 8.1 million. Worldwide, it opened with 9.2 million. Um, and I think that's okay. Like, obviously, that's not great. Great, but this is right about where I think we both estimated it would open, right, right around eight, nine million. I didn't think it would get big numbers. Um, it didn't, especially with competition. Yeah, and especially because I mean, once you see the film, I think it was advertised the same way as well. It didn't have the overall like family friendly appeal to it. Like it wasn't like a dog's purpose and a dog's journey. Oh, thank God. 
and a dog's way home from earlier this year that clearly made it clear that it was a very family-friendly type of film. This one was a little bit more adult, a little bit more dramatic. It still had a lot of the dog tropes in it, but yeah, so um, I thought, yeah, 8.1 is a good opening. It's the middle of the pack for the new releases, so it can hold that up. <laughs> Yeah, I um yeah, I wasn't expecting much. You and I both. Um hey, eight point one is is good for what it was coming what it was going up against. Um I think this movie would have I mean, I think it came out in the right spot. I don't I don't really see a time. Yeah, I don't really see a time when this movie pops, you know. Um, and you're right, it doesn't give off that family friendly vibe. It still kind of gives off it's kind of serious somewhat. So yeah, it's, this is fine. This is a pretty good number for it. I I I don't I didn't think it was gonna top the top top five, but hey, it came in on top ten, which is good. Close, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we have the kitchen. Oh boy, which <laughs> is a bomb, like a yeah, straight this... up terrible. <laughs> Bomb. So the kitchen opened up to $5.51 million in its opening day weekend. I didn't actually realize it opened in less theaters than The Art of Racing in the Rain, which is a little bit of a shock to me. Uh, (laughs) I thought the kitchen was going to be the biggest opening. Like, as far as, like, not, I'm not saying, like, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be number one. I thought the kitchen would at least be number three. Like, scary stories. At least, you know, Dora beat the kitchen. Like, you know, look at these movies beating the kitchen i don't i think the word of mouth was really tough Uh, i think yeah i think that those those reviews because this uh, is the type of film that can actually get hurt by reviews is an adult film that looks serious that looks from the trailers looks that it's kind of trying to compete for like maybe awards buzz so when it comes out and you know gets a 12 percent or whatever 17 i think now yeah in tomatoes people are like oh no 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 i'll go see something else or i'll stay home i don't need to go see the kitchen is especially with the crowded market the oversaturated movie market right now once again i'll keep going back to the five new releases over the weekend you gotta pop some way you gotta have that word of mouth going um and i think scary stories had that too i think people were saying oh it's pretty good go check it out and stuff a lot of reviewers were enjoying it you know the bigger ones um the kitchen once i saw that rotten tomatoes score i was like yikes um so i was i still wasn't expecting it to see this to see it come out this low but um did you make it I'm stunned that it, I mean, I at least anticipated, uh, kind of like our scary stories, I I thought maybe both of them would be mid-teens, you know, like I thought both of those two would be around mid-teens, and this is just shocking. I don't think it was that bad, I actually think it was a pretty uh, audience-friendly mob film. Um, It's not great, it's very safe, but... You know, it is what it is. Melissa McCarthy is actually very good in the film. Um, she does what she can with everything she's given in this movie. And I just thought with Melissa McCarthy back in a dramatic role, Tiffany yes. Haddish, I thought maybe people would be really interested to see her take on a dramatic. Elizabeth Moss has a ton of buzz around her all the time. So I don't know. I just thought even I, I thought it would at least pique people's interest. Five million. Yeah. Ooh, that is rough, y'all. That is I mean, that's terrible. Honestly, thank God, because maybe this, maybe hopefully this means that we see less of Tiffany Haddish. We're not gonna. <laughs> well, God, Wednesday, so... you'll, you'll hear her voice again, at least. You won't see her yeah. face, but you'll hear that voice on Wednesday. 
I just um I don't with Kevin for you, Dwayne. I don't I, I don't see the appeal. I saw when I saw the trailer for this movie, I was like, okay, you know, looks interesting. Um, it, it got it had some good vibes to it. Um, but then I just you're not gonna. I don't know because I was I was really pleased with like you know just the idea of comedians going going drama yeah. and then having a starring role I just get very very worried but the farewell kind of eased that thought away from my mind with Aquafina being so good so yeah. I was kind of after I saw the farewell I was kind of giving um Tiffany Haddish the kind of benefit of the doubt like maybe she's gonna be good was she good I haven't I didn't see the movie this uh. weekend. Yeah, she's good. She's fine. I mean, it's not like a, it's not a revelation of a performance. She's a badass in the movie. So it's kind of what, you know, it's what you'd hope for from her in a dramatic role. She's a badass. I think Alex and I get to check it out tomorrow and see how we feel about it. Because we'll see. Um, Yeah, I I mean, it's the lowest rated on Rotten Tomatoes, like the Mm -hmm. worst reviewed of the weekend. One of the worst openings of the weekend. It just, I mean, it's a disappointment all around. This is is unequivocally a terrible opening for the kitchen. Especially with that that cast. The cast is just, you would think that's a money-making cast with The Handmaid's Tale. You know, Melissa McCarthy just being that namesake and that draw. But it yeah. just wasn't. It just wasn't. And then even Tiffany has, she gets some good openings. You know, when some of her movies come out, they do pretty decent. So I mean, I don't know. Um, I just think it's the word of mouth. I don't, the marketing for me, at least, I only see it in the trailer a few times and stuff. So um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. What else we got? Bring the soul. Then, what the hell is the this? Soul. This is BTS. The Are you serious? <laughs> The K-pop group BTS, the movie, basically, it comes in at number 10 as a Fathom event. Now, I'm just going to be honest here. I went to the screening for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and that was the first night that Fathom was doing this. The theater itself was insane i went out to get concessions and the lines were insane and i was like what is going on what is this big event and then i saw some girls like getting by the poster and i was like oh my gosh it's the bts movie (laughs) people love them some bts y'all they They do i i i i see this like (laughs) this 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 band it's like all over my Twitter. I don't know how. I don't follow them. They're just, they're just all over my Twitter. But I did not know this was that BTS movie. Yes. And I and you know what's crazy? Um, my in the indie theater I went to was showing this too. Yes. And I went in there and I saw lines of women. And I said, "What the yeah, fuck is this?" I mean, I, I says, "I said, is this Fedora?" I just didn't know what it was. I, I didn't was, ask. I was, like, I was like, "What's going on with all these people?" <laughs> yeah, it was BTS. So they broke into the top ten. There's in no way. <laughs> Theaters, a Fathom event broke into that top 10 with 2.296 million. So, and that brings its total because it is a Fathom event. That was just from its like showing over the weekend. From both showings it had, it went out to 4.4 million. Yeah, because these Fathom events only show for like two days and it made $4 million off of two days. I mean, it's nuts. BTS just beat Brian Banks. This is incredible. It beat this, out the farewell, which expanded this, this weekend. Like <laughs> this, this is a moment in cinema that we shall not forget. This is this is incredible. I, I, I that's why because I didn't know what this movie. I didn't know this was coming out. I didn't know this was this was a thing until you said BTS. I'm I'm not joking. I I'm looking I, when I when I you know because when you and I start our shows, I get everything you know loaded up. I get the box yeah. office numbers loaded up, and I said, "What the fuck is Bring the Soul?" And then I'm like, and then I was like, "All right, I have to bring this up." And then I brought it up, and you tell me it's BTS. I'm like, "What?" 
like this is this is mind-boggling to me but it i mean it did well good yeah. i guess so um the, yeah, yeah the farewell is now in 704 theaters it brought in 2.2 million more importantly this weekend it crossed over 10 million in its domestic run which is great uh go see that one it, it still dropped though which is a little bit sad for me uh even though it expanded it still slipped eight percent so go see it if it's open near you <laughs> yes um you did you see it yet know the farewell yes yeah you i saw did. it yeah ago, awesome. i loved it yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you did see that. I'm, I got confused with Panna. Um, yeah. But, yeah, then, The Farewell was great. Great. And then Brian Banks is the last wide-release opening of the weekend, all the way down at number 12. So yeah. this opens oh. with barely over $2 million, $2.1 million in over 1,000 theaters. Um, and I just, I wonder if it was lack of marketing. I don't know. I, just I think don't feel, so. I, I think don't think so. Bleecker Street already is a smaller distribution company. Um, but I don't know. I feel like if they had marketed this properly, I think they should have waited maybe for the NFL season proper to kick off a little bit um, and use the NFL and really market to the NFL games. Yeah, because those games would have marketed it too. Yeah, you know because, what I mean, I mean um, it's, a, it's an actual NFL star. It's a movie yeah. about an NFL star. So I, I don't know why they chose to go this early. This is one that I think maybe the first weekend of September or something. Get that NFL audience like revved up, back in the mood for football, and maybe they would have went out to see it. Yeah, because um, I I didn't see a lot of mar- I saw one oh. trailer for this. I didn't see a lot of marketing for this movie at all. Um, but the, it's just like we can't we can't like I mean it it it's in five hundred more theaters than both the farewell and this BTS movie, and it did like yeah. significantly lower, yeah. which is not good. So I think the I think you're right. The marketing for it was not well. Um, yeah. Yeah, they don't have the how many they don't have how much seats were sold per theater, but it's not good. This isn't this is not a good number for it. Um, I I don't see it. I I don't see it. Uh, hopefully, maybe like you said, maybe in, if it's in theaters in a couple of more weeks, um, you know, for it to pump out yeah. some more money. But I don't know. I know. And then we had two movies you saw this weekend uh, that opened in limited release, as well Mary. as the Peanut Butter Falcon. Hold on, we got to talk about this one first. Sorry, I just noticed. Yeah. So the Peanut Butter Falcon. First of all, I just need to comment on something very weird. This one actually did open in Denver this weekend, which was like, yay, we got this. Um, but they're holding a, a screening for it next week in Denver. I saw I'm that like, too. For us too. I was like, "What?" I was like, "It's but, already um... opened." Uh, but that opened very well. Uh, Two hundred and five thousand out of seventeen theaters. It's a decent per theater average. It's not yeah. great. I wonder if the the name is really. Gonna... I don't like the name. What's the name? I I don't know much about this story. No, what I'm the story. I'm seeing it on Wednesday, so I don't I don't know either. Yeah. But it's a. I think that name is gonna hurt it actually at the box office because I think people are just like, what is this? I'll go see something. Oh, <laughs> you know, like even the indie crowd is like, I'll go watch uh, something I understand. <laughs> it's just the way you say things. <laughs> what is yeah. this? I'm, I'm, gonna watch, I'm gonna watch something else. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I really do. Um, Loose, which opened in 24 theaters, one of which yes. was not in Denver. It does open next weekend though here, so I'll for sure be there. Oh my God, please! I I I. Have you watched any trailers or anything for the movie? No. 
Do you I know, know what Octavia, it's about? I know Octavia Spencer is in it, and I know it has to do with race relations. Uh, okay, that's, that's it. A, that's that's it. about all I know. That's it. Good. Great. Don't. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm not Larry, I went into I went into Loose knowing absolutely nothing about it. The only thing I knew about it was that Octavia Spencer was in it. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know about Naomi <laughs> Watts. I didn't know about Tim Roth. But I. Um. That's all I knew. I just knew. I didn't even know anything about race. I just saw. I heard that it was good. I saw Octavia Spencer and I said, I'm in. And that's all you need to know. I It's such a good movie. It's it's my number one of the year right now. I, um, told, I know. I was like, you seemed understated when I was trying yeah. to make it a little bit last week. I was like, oh, yeah. you seem all that excited for this one. He because kind of I, just like, okay, I was, sure. Yeah, I was more excited for The Nightingale. Yeah. Um, and I saw Them That Follow, which is another indie flick. We got the screener. We got the screener for that. And that was cool and stuff. But um, I, I, um, Loose, I just didn't know much about it to be excited. Only thing I saw was Octavia Spencer. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll check it out. And God's sake, I came out of that movie. I was like, oh, Lord. Like, I, I need more people to see it. I, I need it to have a wider release. I need for my friends to see it so we can just discuss it and stuff like that. Um, it was just so good. And then The Nightingale was fine. Nightingale was fine. It wasn't. Yeah, Loose opened with, or didn't open, it expanded into 24 yeah. theaters and made 144000 Them That Follow, you mentioned, also expanded to 195 theaters this weekend and brought in 87000 And then The Nightingale expanded out to 27 theaters with 71000 this weekend. So Loose, definitely the best performer of that bunch. Agreed. And then I really do want to see After the Wedding, because I keep seeing a trailer for that with um, Michelle Williams. Um, and that looks oh, yeah. really good. Um, and it did it did okay. It was like it was only in five theaters. First theater average was really solid. Really yeah. good. Yeah, eleven grand for each. Um, you know, for five theaters is really really good. Solid. And um, that means people want to see it. And I'm one of them and stuff. But yeah, um, I can't get over them. I just can't. I just love Loose so much, and I'm so glad I saw it this weekend. Um, I'm gonna try to. The Peanut Butter Falcon, I don't know when it's supposed to open in Boston. I think I'm going to try to reach out for the screener for that so I can watch it and review it um, and stuff. And maybe I'll, and if you're, if you're too busy, I can, I'll send you the link to the screener if I get it. But I'm going to reach out for it so I can get it because I do want to see it because I've heard good things about that too. Um, so I want to check that out. But yeah, I mean, the box office this week was really good. Pretty good for the yeah. most part for everything. Um, all right. right. Looking ahead to another five oh, movie my week. God. All right, what do we got? We have the Angry Birds movie two. I'm not gonna see it. Didn't see the first one. Don't care. That opens um, on Wednesday or Tuesday <laughs> we, night. Okay. I guess Tuesday okay. night before a Wednesday release. And then we have Apocalypse Now. I think that's a re-release kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, Where'd you go, Bernadette? Which I really want to see. Good Boys, Blinded by the Light, and 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. Um, and then a couple of other in, in, a couple of other indie ones. Um, I'm I'm gonna probably check out. I really the the, the one movie I want to check out. From um next weekend is the uh, where'd you go Bernadette? I love yeah. the trailer so much I really want to see it. And then of course I finally want to check out Blinded by the Light. I've heard nothing yes. but great things. Um, Good Boys, you said it was fine. I kind of trust your judgment, but I still want to see it. Mm. Um, and then Forty Seven <laughs> Meters, I don't care. And then oh. Angry Birds too, I don't care. Um, yeah, we'll yeah, see. So I've so seen, much. I, <laughs> I saw so Angry much. Birds. Um, it's fine. It's maybe the weirdest movie I've watched this year. Though. I mean, it's very. Strange strange to me i don't know the it was yeah, a after weird, you it was watched a weird movie i mean it's weirder than me i mean i don't know just because of the way it's made it's just it's very strange um 47 meters down i'll probably catch thursday night um good boys meh just not for me i know <laughs> people are gonna love 
good boys. I already know. People can just eat it up and love it. It just isn't for me personally. Blinded by the Light, I loved. And then I'm also really excited to see Where'd You Go, Bernadette. Uh, hopefully Tuesday night I'll be seeing that. Um, mm. But anything with goddess herself, Kate Blanchett, obviously. <laughs> I'm like, okay, get me in the theater. I'm ready to see it. Yeah, and I've loved the I love I love the trailers for it. I mean, those kind of movies I just love to just I those are the kind of movies I love to watch to kind of get my mind off things. Yes, blockbusters and horror movies are great, but you know, a nice little like low budget movie with a great cast and some great acting and stuff. I'm just all in for. Um, and it looks the trailers got me into it. You know what I mean? So I mean, I hope it's not one of those. I hope it's not like bad. I'd be sad because it looks it looks it looks good. Um, I did, uh, the only one I can really see opening very big is the Angry Birds movie, though. The rest of these, yeah, I know. I mean, Good Boys, I think might open okay. Um, it's opening in about three thousand. It could open well. Forty-seven meters down. I'm trying to remember what the first one did, but um, really good, know. like twenty-some million, I think. Yeah, so I'm like maybe mid-teens. Uh, there yeah. I go with my mid-teens again, but maybe around <laughs> fifteen million, I would guess for forty-seven meters. Just about uh, yeah. Angry Birds, maybe twenty-five. Uh, yeah, Angry Birds. I'll say like twenty. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be the number one film of next week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Blinded by the Light. I don't see a big number, although I'm oh, really excited for. Oh, I know. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um. We'll see. I think maybe like ten. I, yeah. I don't think it's going to do that well, unfortunately. Yeah, Same thing yeah. with Where'd You Go, Bernadette. I don't know. It just seems a little bit too weird to really guess that it's going to be that big. Like, it doesn't look straightforward enough, I don't think, no. for mainstream. Because I can tell when my when the trailer starts in the theater that I'm in, a lot of people a lot of people seem confused, um, yeah. which I don't blame because it seems like a regular kind of coming of age kind of a person trying to try to find their groove back, and then it becomes like a mystery. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I, I'm into it, but I'm just like, I get it. I hear people like there was this there was this lovely old lady behind me when we went um when we went to go see when I went to go see Loose and the trailer showed and she was like, oh oh well that took a turn and I said I started laughing because it does the trailer is yeah. so weird but um I still want to see it but um yeah, yeah so next week I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's going to be any huge box office next week. Um, yeah, the week after. I think it'll be kind of like, kind of like this weekend, where we have yeah. a ton of movies opening, but maybe one, maybe two, will sneak in and make an impact. Yeah, because the next, I think the next gigantic box office number is a couple of weeks ahead, and we both know what the movie that is. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think as far as the summer goes, we're out of that summer season. It's going to be kind of slow as far as box office goes, kind of, kind of, I won't say lukewarm, maybe just about lukewarm. Um, yeah. but we'll see how these movies, oh uh, yeah, ready, ready or not. I'm, I'm excited for that coming out Me soon too. too. Um, the trailer looks great. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's it, everyone. For this week's box office show. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Again, I really have to express this. Thank you guys for making this like the number one show on the channel. I did Ooh. not expect that. Every time I, I post these things, I wake up I wake up in the morning with like a bunch of a bunch of listeners who listen to the show. So I don't know what it is. Maybe they love our our dynamic. Uh, Dwayne and Larry. Larry <laughs> and Dwayne has a good has a good ring to it, I would say. Um, So, yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much for making the show what it is. I've loved I love doing this show. This is the one show I just I know I have the guy try to we haven't missed we missed one week I believe yeah one week we I missed mean, one and, and if anything we'll be like a day late and stuff but yeah every yeah. Sunday Larry and I are here 
Um, thank God I don't work on the week. I don't work on Sundays, which is <laughs> it would have been yes. a hot mess. But I probably would have recorded it at work, like you say. Um, <laughs> but um, Larry, thank you um, for joining me once again. Next week, you can guys catch us for episode twenty-five, which is bonkers. Hey. And Larry, let everyone know where they can find you and what's coming up on your channel. Blu-ray, come on! I know you're doing a hunting this week. Tell me about it. Yeah. So um, you can find me on. Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at LC Screen Talk. So I mentioned a few of these. Uh, my situation is a little bit up in the air. It'll be dependent on some personal life issues. But as of right now, the plan is Where'd You Go, Bernadette on Tuesday, Peanut Butter Falcon on Wednesday, and then 47 Meters Down Uncaged Thursday, and probably Loose on Friday. So that's like yes. my movie schedule yes. for the yes. week. Yes. Um, and then Tuesday, 100% is a Blu-ray hunting video. Because yes. if y'all not know, Avengers Endgame is coming out on Blu-ray this week. And I am pumped. I, I know a lot of people already got it. Like, they do the pre-orders and stuff. I don't know. I just like going. So, I, you know, dude, I like oh, Larry, I cannot wait to meet you. I can't. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, this, I'm the same way. I'm like, y'all are cool with your little packages. Getting him. I don't want this in the mail. I don't want this in the mail. I want to go to Best Buy and I want to walk in there and I want to see that little stand in front of me and I want to <laughs> grab it with so much grace and love and passion and then I want to run around Best Buy a little bit, maybe buy a few see more movies. Yeah. See what sales are going on, see what kind of stuff's happening in the video game section and then take my movie home and watch it. I cannot wait for Tuesday. Same thing, um, same thing with like digital media. I know, call me an old bogey, but I just, I can't. I know it's out on digital already. I could be watching Endgame right now if I just would have bought same. it on digital. It's but then the I same. see stuff like uh, iTunes just deleting movies like they did last year, and they're just like, oh, sorry. Like, And it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, no, no, hold on. <laughs> and that's it's... why I can't get on board. You see those companies that just go under, like, is it Voodoo that went under? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, these digital, these digital companies, they just go under, and it makes me too nervous. So I'm like, listen, I'm good. I got my steelbook. I got my Blu-ray. I'm good here. So <laughs> uh, I will say, if y'all are hoping to get that Blu-ray or that steelbook, I would be at that store. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, Marvel goes quick usually. I will say this. Um, Captain Marvel's steelbook is still available. So Is it, re I, is it really? Oh, wow. Like the other oh, ones. Wow. So. But wow. Endgame will go ham, y'all. So you need to be out ready. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm gonna pre. -order. I'm just gonna. I know I want to go in there and buy it, but I know it's smart because I. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be at work, so I I can't go in there in the morning and grab it. But I'm gonna pre-order it right after work. I'm gonna grab it. Still, it's still gonna be amazing to grab. Okay. From the counter with that steel book. The steel book looks <laughs> fantastic. Um, I'm super pumped. So um, yeah, um, that is it, everyone. As far as the box office show, the far shows this weekend as well. This week probably will be the normal schedule, depending on what we see is in the theater this week. But we will have the world show. We'll be back. The world show has has not been out for like the last two weeks, just of scheduling and conflict and all that stuff. But I have my week cleared out. World show should be there this week. We'll talk about all the movie news, so you can stay tuned for that. Larry and I will be back next week for um, episode 25 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. And then next week as well, if you're in the Boston area, please come to our Boston Comic-Con panel. 
where at 145 in room 253C, we, uh, me, Alex, and Christina will be ranking the MCU live. If you want to come rank the MCU with us, come join us. I'll drop all the info below. Stay tuned for all of that. But that is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.